Well, our friends in Hebron, Baruch Hashem, are doing very well with their big campaign. We will dedicate some time to the holy city of Hebron next. If you keep it at America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. J.M. in the A.M. You know, our friends of the Chevron Fund have uh, their annual campaign going on. It's amazing how they're doing already, based on what we see online. Already, they're, they're basically at halfway to their goal. They're at 471000 out of the $1 million goal with seven hours left to the big campaign. The Chevron Fund, the future of Chevron is in your hands, everybody. You have 24 hours and seven hours remain to quadruple your impact to help the heroic residents and soldiers of Chevron. Every time you donate, every time you donate, it is multiplied by four. Simple as that. Every time you donate, it is multiplied by four. And we encourage everybody to... um, to get involved, give whatever you can because uh, every little bit helps and every little bit helps times four. As Deddy sings about Chevron, we introduce Yoni Bleichbard. Yoni's, of course, director of security at Chevron, and we know him for uh, probably a couple of decades or so and can brief us on what's happening in the holy city of Chevron. Yoni, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem, great to speak with you. First of all, as you said to me off the air, Everybody in Chevron is called, coming off of a 40,000-people-strong Shabbat Chayei Sarah, which must have been unbelievable. It only makes your job more difficult. Am I right, Yoni? <laughs> it makes it more challenging. I, I'd rephrase it. But, you no, know? but nonetheless, you welcomed the crowd. You were happy, yeah, to, yeah. You were happy to see there, those. There were about, about 45,000 people, but it felt as, as though there were over 100,000. You couldn't walk in the streets if, uh, because of the, of the crowd. It was an amazing, amazing scene to watch people walk from uh, from all the neighborhoods towards Marat Machpela. Everything covered white, and no, it, it was not snow. Simply the white shirts <laughs> yeah, and everybody like... davening and dancing in front of Marat Machpela on Shabbat Chayei Sarah. 
you know, it's, it's not only me who was uh, amazed by the scene, but the soldiers, the officers. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I, th- there was one general who used to serve in Hebron, came especially for that evening just to see Merat HaMachpelah packed wow. with the Jews. You know, it's funny. There was a time, and, and I guess you could tell us if, if this still happens, there was a time when it was, it was hard for people like you to convince the soldiers that what they were doing in terms of guarding Hebron was so vital, so important to the Jewish present and the Jewish future. And now it seems that now they get it. Now now they, uh, so much time has gone by, and they've seen how serious the residents of Hebron are when it comes to the holy city of Hebron. I, I think the whole attitude of soldiers and the army in general is different these days. True, true, absolutely. And that's part of uh, Hebron's fund's mission, to bring in those Jews from all around the world, uh, and also from Israel, and yeah. to teach them, show them the importance of Hebron, connect them to their Jewish roots. That's uh, all about education. It's, it's, it's all about also treating the soldiers, taking care of them. Uh, as you well know, uh, we're, we're in a in a year's uh, uh, a year without a government. Yeah. We are we have a government, but uh, three <laughs> three uh, elections. Yeah. And uh, there's no budget, so uh, the soldiers are uh, in need of help. And uh, Hevon Fund uh, finds the ways to uh, help them out. Yeah, folks, uh, you should know that, by the way, as, as you contribute. And we recommend uh, Hebronfund.org, Hebronfund.org. You can go there and, uh, and give right now and have your donation quadrupled. Remember, the campaign goes until 3 o'clock Eastern time, so you have just a under seven hours left to make it a success. Uh, we should note that, as Yoni just said, that literally different basic needs that the soldiers have, uh, sometimes even when the government is a stable <laughs> operating government, uh, still when it comes to hot food and drink, when it comes to basic needs uh, that are necessary to keep the soldiers uh, warm and equipped, uh, very often they are turning to groups like the Chevron Fund and others to help out. So you are in an indirect but direct way helping out the IDF as you help out uh, the Chevron Fund during this uh, um, seven-hour challenge that remains to get them to the $1 million goal. Yoni Bleichbart is with us. So, I mean, look, you're security, Yoni, and one of the things we've been told is that as, as, as sophisticated a system as you and the first responders have in the Chevron area, you need even better radio communications and a radio communication system. What is it that you're looking for to upgrade to at this time? Uh, so uh, one thing is uh, regarding communications, since uh, the whole system was upgraded, but as I mentioned before, there's no budget. And uh, at first they predicted that uh, switching to the, this uh, amazing system which connects uh, the whole country uh, in one group, uh, will take about uh, two to three years. But now, because of uh, the delay, it'll take about five to ten years. Wow. Uh, and so we need to take care of it of ourselves uh, in order to save lives. So that has to be implemented as soon as possible. And I, I would assume that technically it's a big upgrade. Technically, it's even more sophisticated than what you've been using so, uh, till now, right? Absolutely. It is censored. It is. Uh, it has all the finest... Uh, uh, things that you could just imagine. Think for a minute when there's a crisis and you can literally talk to any emergency service, whether it's 
uh, civilian or uh, uh, army in one machine. Everybody talks on the same channel. Everybody knows where everybody is. Right. It's, it's, it's an amazing upgrade, but uh, we, need the, we need the funds in order to, ma- to make it happen. And by the way, we have to, again, because this is your area of specialty, security, we have to use you to emphasize a couple of things. Yeah, people have to remember, and I think over the years people may have forgotten because, you know, the Jewish area of Hebron has become so strong, thank God. You, you are surrounded by a city that's 98% Arab. You're, you're surrounded. And it's, and it's all, almost like uh, the New York area. Yeah, almost. The Jews are also <laughs> surrounded by two million Muslims. <laughs> that's, so. a, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, so you're talking about millions around you, uh, or hundreds of thousands, whatever the exact figure is, uh, and you have hundreds only in the Jewish area. That, that, that number one, should, should strike people as a very difficult security challenge. So you know, when I ask you what's it like, being surrounded by a lot of people who would prefer you're not there, that's uh, that's that's one way of looking at the situation, huh? Yeah, absolutely, that's... absolutely. But you know, it, 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 it's very similar to a holiday that uh, we're approaching, Hanukkah. Yeah, that's true. Rabin Biad Matim. Exactly. Also, exactly. also, the other thing we have to point out is that, again, as director of security and someone who takes it very seriously and coordinates with the Army uh, every single day, uh you're seeing, according to these latest numbers, almost a million tourists a year, which is insane. I mean, we're talking. It, it we're, is the, the number three most uh, toured place in Israel. Which is first unbe- place is the Kotel, and right. you know, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I will not challenge the Kotel. Right. <laughs> uh, second place is uh, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai in Miron, and uh, we get to the third place, and I'm very comfortable with it. Unbelievable! Thank God. So Thank you're God. you're three quarters of a million heading toward a million in terms of tourists, and and that obviously can only increase if people feel secure. If people don't feel secure, they are not going to be visiting you as often. So that's also a challenge to make sure that all of that and that entire operation, uh, you know, keeps tourists at a really high level, and as you just described, keeps you guys at at least number three, if not higher. Yeah. Number three is, is a saying that it shows the government that Hebron is uh, not only not, do not only belong to the hundred families that live there, but belongs to Am Israel. Yep. Am Israel not not only in Israel but all all around the world. That is the message that comes out of Hebron. This is our Statue of Liberty. This is uh, our uh, place of uh, of foundation. Th- yep. This is our these are our our Jewish roots. That's our claim to all of Eretz Israel. And you don't have to look too far. As you as you look down the road, you see our Jewish roots. Yeah, you see our yeah. avot and imahot, our patriarchs and matriarchs who are right there, uh, uh, buried uh, uh, at Marat HaMachpelah, which is, of course, in the Jewish area of Hebron. I encourage everybody, Hebron is going through an amazing day today, not just resting on its laurels with all the tourism numbers and all these reports that are coming about how popular the city of Hebron is, which is so amazing to to read and to hear about. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so different, Yoni, than 20 years ago when people were hesitant to say a complimentary word about Hebron. Now all well, of this- I, I remember 20 years ago on, the, on our first Shabbat Chayi Sarah, I, I had so much room in the house. There was... <laughs> It was uh, literally very disappointing, but thank God, this coming year, we had over 45 people sleep over in our apartment. Now, And that's common. Uh, that's common throughout the whole city. Yes, yes, in the living room, in the yeah. kitchen, all over. And by all the way, over. and by the way, you raise an important point. 
For those who think that Yoni and his staff are only worried about Shabbat security once a year, you are getting hundreds of students, young people, those from Israel, those who live you know, normally in the diaspora, to come for regular Shabbatonim. In fact, there are now groups, I know you know this, there are now groups who will avoid Chaye Sarah because of the crowd and come with hundreds of students a different Shabbat. Yes, and, 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 and more important is, not more important, but interestingly enough, uh, a lot of secular groups come. There is a big project uh, that the uh, Heaven Fund runs, and that's uh, uh, like uh, uh, like uh, the the project here in the United States, uh, uh, Birthright. Shabbat, al- Shabbat also, that's during the week? Yeah, both. During, wow. What, what they do is they come for 24 hours, uh, they sleep over in our houses. Uh, Shabbat, of course, is the highlight right. because then they get to, to, see, to, to see what uh, Shabbos meal is like. They get to see what a Jewish family really uh, acts like. Uh, it connects them to their Jewish roots. It's it's, it's amazing. We've, we've every year it increases. We've been hosting over 50 groups a year right now. Unbelievable! All right, uh, everyone out there knows what we think of supporting Chevron. It's an amazing cause. It is the it is the city that has the uh, the great and incredible history of the Jewish people. I hope everybody out there helps in this one-day campaign, which, believe it or not, ends at 3 o'clock this afternoon Eastern time. Uh, right now they're at four hundred, almost at 478000 of their $1 million goal. Every time you donate, it's four times, right? It's a four-times match. So if you give $100, you're really giving $400. We encourage everybody to go to the Hebron Fund. The, uh, excuse me, to Hebron Fund, hebronfund.org, hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Be as generous as possible. It ends just under uh, seven hours from now, and let's make this Hebron Day as successful as possible. Yoni Bleichbart, I look forward to seeing you uh, next time we're in the holy city of Hebron. Bezrat Hashem, same Tad- thing. to you, and good luck to everybody in Hebron as we try to uh, allow the Hebron Fund to do as much as possible for the city of Hebron. And Dan Rosenstein is going to join us coming up. He'll give us a real perspective on 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 the, on the money of the Hebron Fund, where it goes, why it's important, and how it's used to really help continue to build the Jewish presence in Hebron. It's all coming up if you keep it here at JM and the AM. Go to HebronFund.org. HebronFund.org. Seems to be an annual tradition for us, dedicating some time to the holy city of Hebron and encouraging everybody to support their big matching campaign. Right now, the campaign, which is trying to get to $1 million, has exceeded the $478,000 mark. Go to hebronfund.org, hebronfund.org, and what's unique about this one, it's not double, it's four times. If you give uh, if you give one hundred and eighty dollars, you're really giving seven hundred and twenty dollars for this campaign, which is pretty amazing. The aforementioned Dan Rosenstein, who's executive director of the Hebron Fund, Hebron Fund, is with us live via telephone. Dan, welcome back to JM in the AM. 
Good morning, Nacham. What a pleasure to speak with you. I, I feel this is an unbelievable annual opportunity for Jews around the world to focus on the holy city of Hebron and what we, outside of Israel, can do to continue to build the city and to increase the Jewish presence in Hebron. And you could tell us, by the way, you could tell us that that's exactly what's happening. The more time goes by, there's more of a Jewish presence. The The tourism numbers are insane. We were just discussing how they're approaching three-quarter of a million per year. Uh, I, I never would have dreamed that this could happen. I never would have dreamed that there would be this type of response from Jews around the world to the holy city of Hebron. So Baruch Hashem, we're enjoying tremendous success there. Uh, you know, I noticed, by the way, Dan, that there were a couple of points made specifically about this campaign. A moment ago, we spoke with Yoni about the secure radio communication system that's needed. I noticed that literally some of the children's kindergartens uh, and other buildings in the community, schools, etc., simply need doors and windows replaced so that they could deal with this winter. And I think that's something all of our listeners can relate to, that they can give a donation and literally help the kids of Hebron have a much easier winter. Tell us what else some of the Hebron fund funds will go to after this campaign. Well, what, uh, listen, we are... It's a comprehensive campaign. Uh, we have the needs in Hebron are enormous, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're serving the uh, residents, the soldiers, and the visitors. Uh, it's a tremendous operation, and uh, we got hit with great news. Well, I guess here. you call it a good problem, right. where we had news from the American government and the Israeli government in the last 30 days since Chayisara, as if I wasn't already running on fumes from Chayisara which is fumes from uh, Sukkot, which is fumes from summer tourism, uh, which was through the roof, right? So, but we had to do this campaign uh, based on the fact that, uh, that the U.S. administration with the Pompeo announcement uh, about the uh, settlements, which we don't call settlements, we call uh, residential Jewish communities, um, is uh, is uh, not illegal according to international law. And then you had the day after Chai Sara, uh, Naf- Defense Minister of Israel, Naftali Bennett, uh, making his announcement uh, that we're awarded a new um, neighborhood or a renewed neighborhood in uh, in Hebron, in the Avram Avinu uh, area, in the uh, Shuk area. Um, and therefore, we're gonna we're gonna need to uh, provide uh, parks and playgrounds and and uh, and the envelope around uh, which that neighborhood's going to be uh, built. We're not buying people uh, apartments, but um, but the other other right. aspects of the community, uh, the, the the synagogue and things like that. That's going to be that's going to be all up to us. And we have the daily uh, we have the daily needs, obviously that that uh, continue. Um, we're looking to do additional projects uh, like lighting up the uh, Mara, uh, just like the uh, walls of the Kotel are, light, uh, are lit up. Uh, so we would like that to be uh, warm and welcoming uh, for people when they when they visit at night. Um, and uh, this campaign has really been a, a whirlwind uh, so far. Uh, we're already at uh, halfway or only at halfway, however you want to phrase it. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's just uh, it's just amazing the connections between the people in in uh, in America around the world and uh, and the Chevron Fund. You know, you, you know, you know, some of the things you described, the Chevron Fund is really responsible for it. But some people, especially the young people, and who could blame them, 
would never believe that there was no Jewish access to certain areas or what kind of challenge it was uh, to relate to the soldiers or get them to understand how important the Jewish connection is to the holy city of Hebron. And because of the constant presence and the incredible relationships that have been built, and of course the funds that have been coming in from the diaspora and Israel, uh, the Hebron Fund has been able over the years to really slowly uh, develop you know, the city and relationships and, and grow everything and to see a figure like 700,000 tourists. You know, I'm sure we'll speak to Simcha Hachbaum about this because he sees it on the front lines, but that must astound you that you're able to attract that number of people, so many of them from the diaspora, to come and visit Hebron. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, Rav Simcha's tours and, and the Hebron Fund tours are uh, are really uh, uh, packed, um, and uh, we've really been boosting that number significantly over the last couple of years. Um, you know, I feel bad sometimes when people get closed out of the, their tour of choice, and I guess that's Again, it's a good problem yeah. uh, that we have so many people uh, coming. You know, a lot of people have been to Israel many times. You know, I'm not saying that uh, you know that we're gonna you know that that you shouldn't visit the Kotel first, or you know, people want to visit, let's say, Masada and Getty for their first trip. Okay, fine. But for those people <laughs> that have been to Israel before, you know, the, the second time for sure, you have to be in Hebron. It sounds like in your voice, you're sort of telling people, yeah, you can go to the other places, but if you want real inspiration. And if you want something that you'll never, ever stop talking about, come visit us in Hebron. Dan Rosenstein's with us. The fund, everybody, is the Hebron Fund, H-E-B-R-O-N Fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N Fund.org. When you go to that website, you will see the campaign immediately. They're over $482,000 already. It goes only for another six hours and 40 minutes. That's right. It ends at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And the unique thing, Dan, and I give you credit for this, there's a lot of organizations out there that are able to get people to help them double whatever comes in. You guys have such a level of support, thank God, for the holy city of Hebron. Every donation is literally quadrupled, which means if someone gives $100, they're really giving $400. And you must have a tremendous uh, uh, support system of people who are ready to encourage others to give with this type of system. Oh, absolutely. But uh, they don't want to be the only one. Right. Uh, we do have we do have some major supporters, and uh, and that's what what sets the tone. Um, but they wanted to challenge they wanted to challenge our donor base uh, and uh, and your listeners and uh, and people around the world uh, to uh, to step up. Look, I I personally I'm proud. I, I made a donation of three hundred and sixty dollars. Um, aside from whatever else I do uh, for Hebron. Uh, I felt uh, we could make a special. Uh, my wife and I can make a special uh, donation of uh, of a dollar a day. It's three hundred and sixty dollars. It shows up on the uh, on the matching as uh, fourteen forty, which is very nice. Yeah, boy, um, that's a great total. Yeah. <laughs> that's a so. great total. A great investment, frankly. There are a lot of people who you've met in the last year in Chevron and I've spoken to on the phone who've been to Chevron who didn't have the opportunity to write a check, who didn't have the opportunity to give some support. This is a good opportunity right now for those who have visited Hebron in the last year and other times as well, but let's just talk about the last year, uh, to give back and to give something to help support the community. So if you specifically out there in our audience have visited Hebron over the last year or done something special there, could have been a bar mitzvah, could have been a special family trip, could have been a tour along with Simcha, whatever the case may be, Here's your opportunity to say thank you. Here's your opportunity to allow the city of Hebron and its support base 
to continue to grow. Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Give as generously as possible every time you give. Whatever you give is quadrupled. And Dan, you're also encouraging people, I'm sure, uh, to take your Facebook post and the Hebron Fund's Facebook post and share them. Share them and send emails to people because you guys have been active on email as well um, with the link so that people can give that way. So people in our audience right now, not only can they participate by giving, they can participate by sharing the word as well. Well, listen, I mean, uh, you know, everyone has their uh, pet uh, charities, right? Oh, you want to support your school or your shul or, or things like that. But Hebron is a universal cause. Nobody owns, uh, nobody, uh, owns Hebron other than, you know, the state of Israel, Jewish people. Right. Um, and therefore, you know, when you're passing on the link, uh, to uh, to others for the cause match campaign, uh, you're just sharing something that everyone should be involved with. It's like motherhood and apple pie. Uh, you know, it's not not some some pet uh, some pet project. Everyone no, it, should uh, connect with uh, Avram Avinu and uh, and our Jewish roots. It's an, it's an international national project, one of nationhood, an international nationhood project when you support Hebron. By the way, early in this conversation, I mentioned, because I saw it on Facebook, how one of the things you're concerned about is, uh, you know, replacing doors and windows, getting the get, getting the temperature up a bit in some of the uh, kindergartens and other buildings in the community that uh, that need to that need a little bit more heat. We should mention it, it's it's not just this time of year when you're looking to build a park, when you're looking to clean up a certain area, when you're looking to enhance um, a, a specific building or a um, or a specific playground, whatever the case may be. All that comes from the Chevron Fund. That comes from diaspora money that is collected so that the the neighborhood can be enhanced and that people can have what they need. So this is a year-round effort. There's always a project. Dan, you can, that's something you could speak to directly. There's always a project for people to be involved with year-round in Chevron. Yeah, and look, uh, I'm only the uh, conduit. In other words, uh, I get all kinds of thank yous from uh, whether it's people in the community or uh, I remember recently, uh, a couple of weeks ago, before before I went, uh, before I left uh, Israel to come to New York to work on the campaign, um, one of the higher ups in the army, uh, it was it was called. He came up to me in the Pinachama that we uh, recently built uh, with the help of some uh, some generous donors, and we provide hot coffee and tea and uh, hot rugelach uh, put out every morning and barbecues and things like that. And uh, and he gave me like like it's like a guy I'm like a little bit afraid of. He gave me like this big hug. Like I, I felt like just like a like a skeleton. But that hug that he gave me was a real hug, <laughs> and it wasn't really for me. That was really for your listeners and for our supporters. Uh, I just was I was just the one that 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 received that hug. But um, you know the the chayelim, the, the soldiers, um, and the residents are, are are hugging everyone that that are supporting. Um, we're following in the footsteps of Avram Avinu, and uh, and by by supporting the Hebron Fund could only be good for you. A hundred percent, only good. A hundred percent. A lot of schools get involved, a lot of synagogues get involved, and as you just mentioned, a lot of families and individuals get involved. Everybody out there, we're encouraging you to get involved. The Hebron Fund, H E B R O N Fund dot org, H E B R O N Fund dot org is having an amazing day. We want to make sure, though, that they achieve their goal. They're at over $488,000 now at this point, and they're asking everybody to help them get to the $1 million goal. It's a little easier in that they're not asking you specifically 
uh, to go dollar by dollar and get them to their goal. They're telling you that every time you give a dollar, it's actually $4. Everything is quadrupled. So $100 is $400, and $1,000 is $4,000. So every time you give, it is quadrupled, and that's going to help them get to their $1 million goal in six and a half hours from now when it ends at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We'd like everyone to be involved. Dan Rosenstein doesn't care how much you give. He doesn't. He cares that everybody give, that everybody be part of this community effort. Uh, Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N-Fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N-Fund.org. You know, it's Hanukkah. Hanukkah is this coming Monday night, excuse me, Sunday night. Uh, It's a festival of lights. And you mentioned that one of your projects now at the Hebron Fund, Dan, is to light up Marat HaMachpelah. Not that I'm discouraging people to participate in this campaign in order to make that happen. But there might be a family or two out there that would undertake a project like that. That would be pretty amazing if one family or group or synagogue, whatever the case may be, would be responsible uh, and known for lighting up the Ma'ara. And for those of us who uh, who don't spend enough nights near the Ma'ara, we don't realize how necessary it is. But you could tell us it would be a life changer in Hebron, correct? Well, listen, uh, I, I'm jealous of someone that would be able to, to do that, meaning I only gave $360, but... Um, but if I had uh, funds, absolutely. That's a, what an unbelievable, uh, you know, Maratha Machpelah is the oldest building on planet Earth wow. that's still being used today for the original purpose. My, meaning you might have a library that used to be a university, that used to be a church, or what. This was always Maratha Machpelah. Uh, figure Herod is around the year zero, so it's now uh, just over uh, 2,000 years old. Right. Still being used for the original purpose in which it was set up. It was the first real estate purchased by a Jew, Avram Avinu, could have bought in Yerushalayim. Instead, he bought uh, uh, for Sarah in, uh, in uh, Hebron. Uh, King David, when he started his monarchy, he had a choice uh, where to set up uh, to be anointed and to, to reign for the first seven and a half years. He, he, chose, uh, he chose Hebron first. So uh, really, um, to be able to, uh, to light, it up, light it up and beautify um, I'm not a real estate uh, agent, but uh, one of the first things they tell you is curb appeal is very important. So when we have people that are coming that are um, that are not connected, and they see, oh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, you know, it's dark, it's cold, it's uh, it's not uh, it's not bright. Um, you know, it gives one impression, but you come up and you see, wow, it's all lit up. You know, you say, yeah, you know, just like when you go to the Kota, when you go to Yerushalayim, you see the old city walls are light right. up, beautiful. Right. That'll show that people should really, um, you know, give it the, uh, the proper, uh, the proper respect. Uh, so, yeah. Such a good point. Such yeah. an important point. All right, everybody, you know, the challenge, the challenge out there, six and a half hours remain. Uh, the campaign is, uh, over $488,000 at this point. And we want to see the Chevron Fund get to their $1 million goal. And this audience and everybody that you're connected to, folks, can be a very, very big key in helping get to that goal. Uh, Every dollar you give right now is quadrupled. If you give $720, it is really a uh, $2,880 donation. Imagine that. It grows that much uh, because it's a four-times match. Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Be as generous as possible. You want to undertake a special project, contact them through the website. Dan will be more than happy to speak to you about a special project that your family or synagogue or school can undertake for the holy city of Hebron. Dan Rosenstein, I thank you for letting us be involved in this annual tradition. I, I, uh, I hope and pray that you'll achieve the goal six and a half hours from now. I have confidence and in fact, the Jewish community around the world will get you to the goal. And uh, we should continue to do whatever we can for the holy city of Hebron. 
Amen, amen. And we hope uh, we invite you to uh, to come and to visit, and uh, maybe uh, maybe it's time to come back for Shabbat Shalom. That would be amazing. So, uh, I'd be amazing. Okay. What are we? We'll get you a nice tent on the field of the Machpelah. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Now the upgrade is to a uh, tent on the field. That's how many people are there now. <laughs> it, it used to be a, up, there's always room for one more. Upgrade used to be to a bed. Now, now the upgrade is only to a tent on the field. But we'll see. We're about what 48 weeks away, so we'll see if we can do. We're that. already. Pl- Don't worry. We already had our strategy meeting already for next uh, November. Don't I can, worry. I can imagine. I can only imagine. Thanks, Dan. Good luck today. Okay, thank you. Dan Rosenstein, Executive Director, Hevron Fund, H-E-B-R-O-N Fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N Fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N Fund.org. We want to see the numbers grow all day long until 3 p.m. Eastern time, everybody. More coming up. We have more guests from the Holy City of Hevron joining us at JM in the AM. J.M. in the A.M. 
Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Make today a success for the Hebron Fund as they try to get to the $1 million goal. Every time you give a dollar, it is quadrupled. Well, we promised you Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, Director of Tourism in Hebron. He actually told me a minute ago that he was with a group most of the day. We have a message here for somebody. Uh, someone here says, please ask Simcha to send regards to the Berkowitz family from Philadelphia who are on his tour today. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. Always a pleasure. Did you meet thank the, you so much for the regards. Did you meet the, Berkow- sitting, did, did you meet the Berkowitzes w- today? We, we, we met the Berkowitz family today, <laughs> and we thank God today, the Heaven Fund, uh, I have the privilege to be the director of tourism. We just had a full bus, 53 people, with a big waiting list that wanted to come today. And thank God we're seeing a great, great increase and influx of people coming and want to experience a special day of connecting to the roots here in Chevron. We were talking about how now, according to the reports, over 700,000 people come as tourists to the holy city of Chevron in the period of a year. Uh, that must be that must be a remarkable number to you, considering uh, how much larger it is now than it used to be. Seven hundred thousand is pretty amazing. So it is an amazing phenomenon to see the increase and the thirst and the interest to want to be able to come and to experience here. And so many people, for different reasons, were intimidated, scared to come to Chevron, and some of the Amisol has overcome their fears. And they're coming in groves and so many groups and not only families, but youth groups and college kids are coming as part of their Jewish identity experience to come to visit Hebron. Today we had someone in the tour from Hawaii that heard about me and we had someone else from Japan, Hong Kong. And it's amazing to see the diversity also of people all over the four corners of the world coming to make that kibbutz and that connection the patriarchs and matriarchs. That's unbelievable. You're getting people from the Far East and other areas of the world like that. That's just incredible. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum is with us. Uh, the Chevron Fund has their annual campaign uh, going on right now. Every dollar you give, it's really $4. It's a quadruple match that ends at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So the deadline is looming. Try your hardest to give as much as possible over the next couple of hours. It's hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Simcha, what's it like for you spending all the time you do, and obviously you live in Hebron, so most of your time is there, spending all the time you do in a place that was so important to Avram Avinu and a place that became important to all of his descendants over these uh, millennia? What's it like knowing that this was a priority for Avraham to make a purchase in the holy city of Hebron? It's an amazing, amazing feeling. There's nothing, there's not a minute of my day, even when I'm doing, quote, mundane things, that I don't feel like I'm on a mission, and I'm being empowered, and I'm walking in the footsteps of the patriarchs, matriarchs, of 3,800 years of Jewish history. Could be walking with my kids Shabbos afternoon, making, learning with my children outside the Matamach Pele after downing Shabbat morning. It's something so, so special to understand, to be at the first, to be the place, the first place Avram made a permanent residence and pitched his tent, the place where Isaac was born, where Jacob was born and resettled. And there's something so special. I don't know how I have the privilege to be one of the thousand Jewish people living here today in the biblical city of Hebron. And we should po- we count our blessings every day. And we should point out, because uh, I think I don't think we've pointed this out in the last couple of conversations we've had on the air, 
We should point out that even though it was a very, very unusual and out-of-the-ordinary practice, you and your wife, when you moved from the United States to Israel, insisted that you move directly to Hebron. And I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that that was never done by anybody from Chutzlaritz to go directly to Hebron, but you insisted upon it, right? This is correct, Nachum. I think we, we, we have the Guinness Book of World Records on this. <laughs> the only dude that comes straight from Manhattan, from East Broadway, straight to Hebron, to the to Avram Avinu neighborhood. And really, you know, a lot of people, when they make Aliyah, and it's great wherever you live, it's important to go to wherever you feel your place is. But we wanted to go where every Jew counts, where every Jew is needed, where every Jew makes a difference. And at the time, right after the Oslo Accords, 93, 94, and so much death and so much terror, land for peace was land for terror, we made a decision that we can't stand idly by and just watch. We have to be proactive. And we chose between moving to the Gushpatif area of Nitzarim or Hebron, where both communities were slated to be dismantled. And Hashem brought us here to Hebron, and we're here 25 years now. Wow. Living in Hebron and breathing, breathing the air of Hebron. And one of the basic differences is the... I don't want to. I, I don't want to give an eye in hara, and I'm certainly not accusing anybody of living in luxury in Chevron, but it seems that that you're now in a calmer environment. It seems that you are now part of a what is legitimately a growing Jewish community that has a tremendously bright future. And I don't think everybody believed that 25 years ago. But I think the three quarters of a million tourists uh, and all the people that are paying careful attention to where you're living, I think, is a testament that more and more people are buying into the fact that Hebron is a key to the future of the Jewish people. You know, like the angel of Yaakov and the angel of Jacob in his dream, the angels are going up and down. And we Jewish people are always having ups and downs. And there were cycles when it wasn't the politically correct and it wasn't the popular thing to do. And now, thank God, the gates are opening in a very positive way. And windows of opportunity and windows... And gates are opening up for us to be able to come more freely to visit, much less terror, both on the road and within Hebron itself. But at the same time, there's still a lot of work to do, yeah. and there's still a big battle going on from within and from without, and those who do want to take away this place from us. But thank God we're grateful for right now these moments of grace and these moments of opportunity. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum is with us. I remind you, today's the day. I mean, every day we encourage you to support Hevron, but you get my point. They're in the middle of a special campaign. It's a $1 million matching campaign. Every time you give a dollar, it's really $4. They are already over $502,000, so they're more than halfway there. The campaign ends just uh, over six hours from now. So please be as generous as you can. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N Fund.org. And Rib Simcha, before I let you go, you've met a lot of people. Uh, I'm not saying you've met 700,000 over the last year, but you've met a lot, certainly thousands over the last year. Uh, some of them um, uh, w- would be amazing supporters of Hebron if they just would think back to the time they spent with you in the Holy City. Uh, I ask you to join me in encouraging everybody in this audience to support Hebron and its projects as best as they can and to really help everybody and the Jewish community of Hebron keep going. Amen. You know, a lot of times we have great moments in life, great spiritual highs, and unfortunately we let the moments just dissipate, and it becomes just a blur memory. Now's the opportunity to reconnect to that feeling you had standing 
in the place where Abraham and Sarah lived, Isaac, Rebecca, Jacob, and Leah, to reconnect to those moments of spirituality when we prayed the afternoon service at the Marat HaMachpelah, to also spend Shabbat at my house, or children spend Shabbat by me. This is a chance to really reconnect to that special moment. All those who invest in Chevron, the blessings of the patriarchs and matriarchs comes to them, with all the good in spirituality and physical things. And really now, like I said, like any investment in any financial thing, that time to get the best money on the return. And right now everything is one for four. It's not only Machpelah doubled, it's actually fourfold. <laughs> and everything is two times two. And therefore, we really encourage everyone. A lot of times we say we'll do it tomorrow, we'll do it later. But this is the moment right now. If not now, then when? We're halfway there, and God willing, there's only a few hours left. We really need that push, and we really need you guys to step up and be with us. It's not my grandparents. It's our grandparents. Abraham was not only the father of those living in Hebron, but the father of all nations of the world. And God willing, together, we'll make Hebron and secure Hebron and beautify. It says when Jacob came back to the Holy Land, he showed grace upon the city and help us facelift the city and beautify it and electrify it and purify it and make it spiritually charged and be able to make it accessible to all the peoples and all the nations and to make it for your children and grandchildren. Continue that history that should be for the Jewish nation forever and ever. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us. Looking forward to seeing you in Hebron. And likewise, Nachal, we look forward to hosting you in Hebron. And we invite everyone, even if you've been here already, there's so much new things to see, new archaeological digs, new museums, new neighborhoods, new houses that were recently purchased. And there's a very, very special, even if you did it, done it, saw it, we invite everyone to come back and visit the grandparents and really show their respect to the holiness of this place. Shalom, shalom, and thank you. Shalom and thank you. of Simcha Hachbaum from Hebron, and we should mention, by the way, that, that not only can you use the website to donate right now, you can use the website to arrange a tour, to arrange for a special bar or bat mitzvah celebration, to arrange a Shabbat in Hebron with Reb Simcha and his family. It could all be done through the website. Go to hebronfund.org, hebronfund.org. And again, the, the campaign is over $502,000 right now as the numbers, Baruch Hashem, continue to increase. Uh, make that $504,000 right now as the numbers continue to increase. We ask everybody to uh, to give, and remember, every time you give, it's so much more. You give a hundred bucks, it's four hundred dollars, because it's all quad, it's all quadrupled. So you give a hundred dollars, it's really four hundred dollars. Take advantage of that system and give to the Chevron Fund right now. H e b r o n fund dot org. H e b r o n fund dot org. Shenish Dana Abu Tainu 
Well, one of the reasons that uh, one of the reasons I'm always excited to be part of the uh, Chevron campaign and for Dan to include us is uh, I get to speak to some really wonderful people. I mean, we get to speak to them other times of the year as well, but once we're part of the campaign, then hey, <laughs> then we definitely get to speak to them. And one of them, of course, is international spokesman on behalf of the holy city of Chevron, Yishai Fleischer, who happens to be visiting the United States today before tonight's flight back to the Holy Land. Yishai, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nachum. Great to be with you. Nice to speak with you, sir. And uh, I'll tell you, there's, uh, there's such a, um, an incredible um, spirit that the Jewish world is feeling now toward the holy city of Hebron. We talk about three-quarters of a million tourists. I'm sure you see many of them as you go through the city on a regular basis. And thank God, Jews in the diaspora who are willing to uh, to give some money and support the work of the Holy City of Hebron, which is what's happening today, as we encourage everybody to participate in this quadrupling campaign. Um, you, you know, Yishai, my point is that uh, often we think there's a tremendous gap between Israel and the diaspora, and thank God there are people who do keep a close connection. I hope you living there on that side of the world I hope you realize that there's still plenty of people who feel very connected to the Holy Land and to the Holy City of Hebron. Absolutely. They're connected to the land of Israel, but also Hebron has another aspect, not just the land of Israel, it also has the tombs of the founders, the, the mothers and the fathers, the, the, the folks who started it all, the, the parashot that we're reading right now. So, so when you think about Avram and you think about Yitzchak and Yaakov and the matriarchs, you're like, oh, I want to be, I want to walk in their pathways. There's that, there's that statement in the Talmud, like that a person should say, uh, when will my paths, when will my efforts in this world be like the forefathers? Right. So, so that's uh, that's what people come to, and we do have. You said about uh, three quarters of a million this year. It's going to head up to about a million tourists every single year. Wow. Right this year, it's going to hit that record, and we're going to grow from there on. Uh, so you have. You have the aspect of tourism, which is so important because you know, you know, Nachum on the on the Chevron team. I'm more of the like the political guy, right? Mm. And and uh, we were talking before the program that we are facing tremendous challenges over there. There's a lot of bad guys who want us to stop holding on to this land. They have figured out all kinds of ways, all kinds of fancy words to say that it's not not okay for Jews to live in Judea and certainly in Hebron. They have all kinds of fancy arguments. I know all of their arguments. Uh, they they want to say that we're an apartheid state. Uh, really, like we're this tiny minority living in this town, right? But they've got all these words that they want to throw at us, and not to mention when they're done with words, then they throw out attacks, physical attacks, knife attacks, these kind of attacks, that kind of attacks, shootings. Okay, and all, all of that is for what? Just to kick us off our land. So when I'm on your show and I hear you say, no, American Jewry is, is with, the diaspora is with you, we're together in this fight, you know, it warms the heart. And, and we have to actually realize that we're in a fight. 
It's not enough to be like, oh, Hebron, that's a nice cause. It's a nice cause. It's not a nice cause. We're living in an amazing time where there's revelation. God is returning his presence to Zion. The Jewish people are returning to the land of Israel. We're holding on to certain parts of the land of Israel where there's still a, a war front. We're holding on uh, by, by the skin of our teeth, by, by the fingernails. And our, our support system around the world, first thing, it really agitates the enemy. I like that very much. If you want to, a great way to donate today to Hebron is to say, you know what, I want to I really take off all the people that hate Israel and want to see us kicked out. I want to show them that we're together. Reason, in, in reason this, enough to give. Huh? That's right. You've got to wake up this morning, right? You've got to wake up this Wednesday morning and say, you know, I really ticked off a lot of people today. That's, 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 a, that's something good. And, and the Jewish people should have that. We should have that, like, well, chutzpah. We have a chutzpah to right. come back to with, with that in mind, let me just remind everyone everybody, that we are in the midst of the Hebron campaign. There's just around six hours left. Every dollar you give gets quadrupled. We're at 506000 already. The number keeps growing. 506000 and change already. Every time you give a dollar, it's $4. Every time you give 100 it's $400. So please give and give as generously as possible. But, Yisha, i got to go back for a second, and, and we did talk about it off the air for a minute. I mean, this week, when you get back to Israel, as well as many other weeks, you are you're literally asked to address groups that you know coming in are not in favor of a Jewish presence in Hebron. What is that like for you? What is it like addressing a group when you know that they resent the fact that you have anything positive to say about a Jewish presence in Hebron? Well, first thing, the first thing I always do is remind them of history. And once you lay out the balance of history, people realize the incredible connection that we have and that really the, the moral right that we've uh, accrued because of our, our indigenous connection to the land, right? So, like, you can't talk God with everybody. You can't say, you know, God promised right. this land to Abraham. But you can tell them about our indigenous rights, our historical rights. I, I always lay out the history first, how we were there for, for you know, 1,400 years before even the advent of Islam, etc. So, first I, like, lay out history. And then, after I lay out history, you know, then I talk about... Um, the wars that we fought, right? We fought wars, defensive wars. We've returned back to the land of Israel. The Six-Day War was an amazing, miraculous war. I remind people that we purchased the land of Israel, including purchases in Hebron. I remind them that we have, for example, one of the things that we're, we're going to be uh, working on soon is the wholesale market. That was purchased right. in 1807. Right. Okay, so I show them purchase. all these things. I show them the balance. And then, even if they don't buy all of that... I show them our tenacity. Sometimes you can't convince people. Sometimes they just have to know that they're dealing with a tough, a tough force that is not going to give up easily. Sometimes you can't explain to people not God, not history, not purchase, not war. You can't explain anything, but what you can explain is, look, you're not kicking me off my land too, too easily. The Hebron people are, are like the nail of the Jewish people. You know, they're like a tough lot. And they're holding on, holding on to it and keeping it open for the rest of us. So all of us that come and visit and enjoy Ma'at HaMachpelah and hear Rabbi Simchach Baum give us a tour, whatever it is, like we do that b'schut, the tough Jews that are holding on to this place. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I, I can only imagine how I, it, it, it must be a combination of pride as you say all this to them, but frustration as well. Like, why is it they refuse to open their eyes and see this? But you forgot one more component. Yeah. One more component, which is absolutely essential. Really, really essential. And that is simcha. 
They also have to see that you are happy, right. that you are thankful for this time, that you know that it's a gift. And they see that smile on your face. I'm talking about anti-Israel groups or leaning to the hard left groups, all these groups that I deal with. They have to see your smile. And I get always feedback that that's the one thing that, that kind of shakes their foundation of their own understanding is when they see that, that, that the Jewish people, are, that we are, the Jewish community of Hebron, are happy, are thankful for this moment, are thankful with all the challenges. And, that, and that's, that's, you know, that's what we, that's our lot, right? Levot so that, that's that's one of my little secret weapons as I smile at them. <laughs> there you go. Yishai Fleischer's with us. He and I and everybody out there at Hevron encourages you, everyone in diaspora and around the world, to give as generously as possible, make this campaign today as successful as possible. The Hevron Fund is the future of Hevron, and the future of Hevron is your in your hands because in this 24-hour campaign, which ends at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time today, uh, you have the ability to uh, quadruple every donation you give to the Holy City of Hebron through the Hebron Fund. Quadruple, literally. Give $100, it's $400. Uh, no easier and more simple way to say it. They are almost at $511,000 at this point. $511,000 at this point. And we're asking everybody to be as generous as possible and to give and to... Uh, uh, make sure to get them to their goal, which is $1 million by 3 p.m. today. So please give as generously as possible. The address, hebronfund.org, hebron, H-E-B-R-O-N, fund.org. Um, you're here in the United States now, Yishai Fleischer, for a day or so. That's right. Um, a, spe- a special message for those of us who... Uh, who do not realize that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel? Well, I think I think people that are listening to your show, you know, uh, you've you've taught them over the years the the great truth of of the of the awesome time that we're living in, of really Hashem's revelation, God's revelation in the in, in His great effort to return the Jewish people to the land of Israel, and uh, and that you know the lower Jerusalem is being built. We see that. And Talmud says that, uh, you know, I won't enter the upper Jerusalem until I enter the lower Jerusalem. Right. We know the connection between Jerusalem and Hebron. We know we're living in, a, in, a, in an awesome time. And I, there's, there's, if, if there is one special message is, I don't want you to give, and I don't want you to support, and I don't want you to help us. I want you to go to sleep at night knowing that you built Hebron. I want you to go to sleep tonight and saying, I was part of this great time. I helped build a brick. I helped a, a, a Jewish child smile. I helped yeah. a soldier stay warm. Yeah. I helped light up the Marat HaMachpilah, which is what we're going to be doing this year also. Yeah. We're going to install a new lighting system. I want a person to feel personal, not support of something else, a personal stake in, in that I was a protector of Marat HaMachpilah. I helped defend the, the forefathers and mothers. I helped beautify it, and I helped push back on the forces that don't want us there. I did that today. And I want people to feel that personal pride that they were part of the story. Yishai, excellent message. we got to get you in studio next time you're here. we got to get you in here for a full, full-length conversation about the future of the Jewish people, as only you could tell us. <laughs> the simcha, the simcha. It's, it's always good to be with you, and keep up your great work uh, of, of spreading Torah and, 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 uh, and inspiration and, and the spirit of the land of Israel here in America. Amen. Thank you so much. Yishai Fleischer, international spokesman, Holy City of Hebron. Listen, everybody, we're in the final couple of minutes of today's show. Uh, I don't know what else can be said by a, an, a more amazing roster of people than what we've had over the last few minutes. Um, give as generously as you can. Make today's Hebron Fund uh, campaign a successful one. Uh, go to hebronfund.org. Hebronfund.org.
Uh, it'll be right there. You'll see it right there in front of you. And give as generously as you can. And uh, just to check before we uh, wrap things up, we are almost at $513,000 of the $1 million goal. 513000 of the $1 million goal. The campaign will end at 3 p.m. today. Uh, please join everyone around the world in making sure the Hebron Fund achieves its goal by 3 p.m. Eastern time today. Hebronfund.org. You are listening to JM in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. <laughs> 